0: Podcast land, it is that time, the time you love, the time you dread. Wednesday night into Thursday morning, it is time for your favorite politically incorrect podcast. Yes, it is time for Sports Frenzy 2.0 with the conquistador Dave Heights.
1: And that is the maestro Kevin Crane.
0: Taping here on January the 31st, 2024. This will hit early on February the 1st.
1: After 78 days, we finally got through January.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And sadly, only one football game left. No, we're not counting the UFL.
1: (laughs) No, no, we are not. Sorry, kids.
0: Only one football game left. Even though there is dissension in the ranks of the sports frenzy panel about NASCAR, thank God for NASCAR, at least you'll still have something going on Sundays
1: yeah at least we have that
0: yes but we have to break down last sunday's afc and nfc championship games two very good games
1: mostly good games
0: oh boy i i sense a, a party pooper dave's gonna <laughs> poop on the party no Eric. they
1: they were good games it's the two losing teams Gave the games away. Oh, yes. More than Agreed the winning completely. teams won it.
0: Agree completely. We'll start off, of course, with the early game. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs going into Baltimore to play the Ravens. Number three seed versus number one seed. Completely agree with you, number one. Second half, the Chiefs went, went into a shell and basically ran the most toast safe offense they could and the ravens had every chance to take that game away from them
1: they did it was absolutely pathetic where was this vaunted ravens defense and they still held the chiefs to 17 points but, but my you're right. god how many how how can you leave kelsey that wide freaking open all game long yes that was inexcusable
0: yep and now he made some great catches he especially did. in the first Two and a half quarters.
1: Yeah, they they held him in check fairly well. He made some tough grabs, but there were too many times where he was wide open.
0: Right. Pacheco did okay, but not great. They kept Rasheed Rice in check. But you're right, Kelsey was the one deciding factor when it came to especially early in the game, moving the ball down, scoring, yeah. getting a big lead. And yeah. then the Ravens over
1: a hundred yards receiving in the first half.
0: And then the Ravens self-destructed in the second half. Yeah. Again, should have, could have won the game. I think they were the better team overall.
1: They were, but their whole offense revolves around the run game. And they did not run. They did not run the entire day. Why? And this is what I don't understand with them. I don't
0: understand. They try to bring in Dalvin Cook. You know, they they try to bring in Melvin Gordon. They try anything and everything they can to piece together some semblance of a running game. But it just seems like they're not really trying all that hard because no. they still end up going to Gus Edwards. And they
1: and Edwards, he could he was getting making but th- some games. How many touches did he have? Not that many. Didn't even get to double digits. No, I don't and think. why the hell Lamar? There were what three design runs? That's not their game. They revolve around him running the ball. He's the MVP of the goddamn league. And he did not play like it. They did not call a game the way they had the entire season. They completely threw out the winning formula. And it cost them. Deservedly so.
0: Yeah, and early on, they got lucky. They got lucky. Now, later on, they self-destructed, and they made their own mistakes, That they have to own up to, but I mean, damn the one, the one throw where he gets batted back to him and he still turns it into a, a 10, 15 yard positive play was incredible.
1: That was great hand eye coordination, great
0: instinct shows what a great
1: athlete he is,
0: right? But at the same time, as you and I have said all season long, and we're not disputing the fact That for the regular season, and again, I think the MVP should include the playoffs, and that's in all sports, not just the NFL. All sports should include postseason play. It's not fair to the ones that don't. Screw the ones that don't make it. Well, guess what? They're
1: obviously not good enough to be MVP if they couldn't get to the playoffs. And guess what? If your regular season MVP is all that, he should be able to carry the team through the playoffs sorry you can lose the MVP in the playoffs by pissing on yourself which Lamar did terrible pick terrible
0: terrible terrible pick now he can't be blamed for the zay flowers fumble no that but those two turnovers in the end zone
1: you destroyed the Ravens destroyed the Ravens I mean and he- then flowers with that stupid taunting penalty inexcusable that cost him a ch- touchdown.
0: Well, and he had personal foul penalties because they were trying. It was. It looked to me like they were trying to take Patrick Mahomes. They out. They were
1: trying to hit him.
0: There were a couple hits to the helmet. Yeah. Like, now most of them got caught. I still think one they there got was away one with one
1: egregious one that they should have been called.
0: And I, God knows, I am not a Patrick Mahomes fan. Everybody knows
1: I am not an Andy Reid fan. But and then you had legitimate shots to hit Mahomes when he was running, and they just let him walk right by him. Why? You had him lined up. You could have hit him, but he gains an extra 5, 10 yards on you because you won't hit him as he's a runner. That's when he's fair game, not when he's sitting back in the pocket. Right, and he was diving. He was not sliding. No, he was diving. And that makes him you a runner. Hit him. Yes, you can hit him. Even when he's on the ground, you can hit him when he dives.
0: Right. So once again, the Chiefs advance to yet another Super Bowl. And I, I'm i not saying they don't deserve it. They won this game. Now, is it in a lot part due to the, the ineptitude, the turnovers from the Ravens? Absolutely. Yes. But... They there, still are times, their way in. there are times when you got a lead, and if you think your defense, which this year that defense has been stellar, Steve Spagnuolo's defense has been unbelievable this year.
1: Yep, they have been very stingy in the second half.
0: So I am not criticizing the Chiefs at all. They won. They deserve to win the game. The Ravens made the two critical turnovers. Yep. For the, one of them one of them you get back. You at least get a field goal and keep yourself in contention later on in the game. Yeah. If not getting a touchdown with the Zay Flowers fumble. But you can't can't change that. That happens. That's why we love the game. That's why we watch tens of millions of people watching these games is because it's the the drama. It's the drama, Dave. The
1: drama of it all.
0: Yeah. So... Lamar Jackson will, again, win MVP. But as we've talked about here tonight, I still think you've got to include the postseason. And in this case, that would probably make Patrick Mahomes the MVP again. Hate to say it, but, you know, uh, his numbers this year weren't
1: stellar. Or it could vault Brock Purdy.
0: He would have to win the Super Bowl.
1: Nice no, he's, segue,
0: by the way. He's
1: brought his team back twice.
0: Yes, yes, and we're going to move on now to that game, so we'll bring in Brock Purdy, and we will move on to the late game last Sunday night.
1: Yep, the Lions at the 49ers. A tale of two halves. Absolutely. Detroit was destroying the Niners. What were they doing on offense? Running the damn ball. The Niners could not stop Gibson and Montgomery, or Gibbs and Montgomery. They could do what they wanted. Roll into the second half, was it Gibbs had the fumble. Yep. And they went away from the run. One fumble does not mean go away from the run. Why the hell did you stop letting Montgomery touch the ball? He was running, he was getting more yards per carry than McCaffrey was.
0: Yep, yep, because that second half, you're you're right, that was key. Now, the end of the first half was also very, very important because with a sizable
1: lead, the Lions could have kicked a field goal. Yep, they had a chance to just get points, but Campbell on fourth fourth and short, wanted to go for the jugular and they didn't get it and it was a stupid effing pass on fourth and less than one you hand off to Montgomery and you have a first down why are you passing in that situation
0: so that set everything up for the second half because you had the 49ers come out with the ball because they deferred yep they go down Score and then, like you said, Gibbs fumbles, gives the ball right back to the 49ers. Momentum shifts completely. Completely. The analytics people, I love this. Heard this multiple times. Oh, this they've
1: only got a 70%. No, sh-
0: there is no such thing to the analytics geeks as momentum. Momentum Bull does not shit. exist. Bullshit to shit. the analytics geeks.
1: Momentum is everything in sports. It's everything in life. Yeah. It's the crowd it's everything
0: confidence
1: you build confidence
0: when yep. things start going your way
1: you, you, you feel get better the lucky break Ayuk catches the pass for a touchdown off after f- it bounces off the lions defenders face mask
0: yes and the football gods shined on the 49ers on that play and they took it and they ran with it literally and figuratively yeah. ran with it and after that they said all right we're destined to win this game. Let's do it. Yeah. And like you said, Brock Purdy showed up again late in the game, played brilliantly, had a couple he runs. He had
1: some great runs using his legs to make the plays that needed to be made. Kudos to him.
0: And everybody, let me tell you this. Everybody talks about all these great weapons he's got.
1: Where was where, where was
0: George Kittle?
1: Non-existent. The entire, George Kittle is what?
0: still the most overrated tight end in the league, in my opinion. Oh my God. Devo Samuel was hurt, I know, but he, he did a little bit. did a little McCaffrey, bit. McCaffrey, as much as you have problems with him, for one particular instance in this game, he is still, he stayed he's, healthy this year. This
1: is a miracle he did stay healthy. Even though at the end of the game they had to massage his neck. Yeah, but still, I have to give the China doll credit for this year.
0: Yes. He could be MVP. He could be. He could be MVP. Could. If, again... You played by sports frenzy rules and counted the postseason.
1: Now, the one – I did have an issue with McCaffrey on one play. We talked about in the first game, Flowers getting the taunting penalty for throwing the ball down and standing over – Yeah, one of the stupid defenders. One of the
0: stupid second half penalties the Ravens got against the Chiefs. McCaffrey
1: did the same damn thing after running for a first down. He got up, threw the ball down, and stood over the Lions defender. Nothing was done. Exact same thing. Flowers gets flagged, McCaffrey gets away with it. They want consistency. You want to take taunting out? You have to hit
0: everybody with it. Well, it's not fixed because now we know because the Ravens didn't make it. And the purple in the the Super Bowl 58 logo now
1: proves that it's not fixed. (laughs) The NFL deliberately did that just to take it out so they can go right back to it next year. A conspiracy theory to debunk the conspiracy theory. (laughs) Boom.
0: All right, so we've got our Super Bowl set. Of course, next week we will have our picks for you. 49ers versus the Chiefs in Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: Let the money roll into the casinos and sports books.
0: Yep, the uh, ticket price is right now hovering right around $1,000 minimum to get in.
1: Ridiculous. Fine,
0: I will sit at home eating Doritos and watching it on TV there we go now of course you know who's doing the game this year
1: I know it's freaking CBS
0: I'm gonna have to mute it I'm gonna have to mute it I had to mute the end oh my god of the Ravens Chiefs game I had to I couldn't put up with him anymore I couldn't it was bad he is just such an idiot I mean he said some things that Didn't I mean he once again You you would hear more insightful analysis from a guy who has had 15 beers at your local bar than what you get from Tony Romo. At this point in the game, I'm paraphrasing, at this point in the game, the ball is the most important thing. No
1: shit, Sherlock. Isn't it throughout the entire damn
0: game? Now I'm hearing people talking about the other side with Fox and, of course, Tom Brady. What are you going to get with
1: him? Right
0: now because Burkhart and Olsen are technically done. Yeah. And Tom says he's been doing a, a couple, f- you know, fake games. He's test says he's, test been, runs. he's been practicing and trying to I learn. I feel so bad for Greg Olson. So bad. And I I've know. heard some people say, no, you just because it's pity. No, it's not pity. He's actually damn good. He actually good.
1: does a pretty good job.
0: He's actually damn good. I still think, and the consensus I think agrees with me, Troy Aikman's the best.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But Olson Olsen. and, <laughs> so, and then a bunch I actually of... heard somebody today say Baldinger. Brian Baldinger. He's... Now, he's not doing games right now. He's only on radio. He's not doing them in the, the TV booth, but a lot of people like him,
1: too. He's actually, he's pretty good. I have Some heard people some like Jonathan calls, Vilma. But God, just Romo and Collinsworth are like the bottom of the heap.
0: Well, Romo makes Collinsworth look good.
1: And that's sad. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's really sad.
0: All right, so let's get into some other NFL news. And, of course, we will break down the Super Bowl next week ad nauseum. But speaking of the Detroit Lions, whether you liked the game plan that Dan Campbell came up with, whether you like him going for it all the time on fourth down instead of kicking the field goals, Good news. Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator, is staying put.
1: Yep. Good luck with the crap second half that he called. But Well, supposedly the money he wanted to go to Washington told
0: Washington and Seattle, no, no, no thank you, no thank you. Supposedly wanted more than Jim Harbaugh.
1: Oh, come on.
0: I'm uh, that's what I heard.
1: Then he doesn't want to be a head coach. That I'm just tells me he doesn't want to be a that head. That that
0: might have been an exaggeration. I did hear it from a reputable
1: source, but, but only it could one. Maybe 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 he realizes I'm not ready to be a head coach yet. I'm a good coordinator. Let's let this develop see how things go and eventually do it how many coordinators have we seen jump and fail miserably
0: yeah i know but look at the the coordinators we've seen this year especially dan quinn with the cowboys with an awful awful showing against the packers pretty much probably cost himself a job yeah because he's not getting the seattle job now obviously there's only one opening, and that's Washington. God knows, with their trust, you know, their their brain <laughs> trust there, they're but dragging they're their to feet do. to the point where it's no different than what they had with Dan Snyder. Yeah. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss, except without the sexual
1: harassment. Yeah, paralysis <laughs> by analysis. Oh,
0: my God.
1: They should so, have been one of the first DM teams
0: to jump. Yep, so Ben Johnson stays put turns down all the teams he interviewed with the last two playing coaching musical chairs Washington and Seattle Seattle just made their move they take the Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald can i just tell you yeah. something by the way how how fucking confusing this is going to be now <laughs> Oh, I got Mike McDonald with the Ravens. I've got Mike McDaniel yes. with the Dolphins. I got Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings. How am I supposed to keep these fuckers separate? Come up with a name. Tell your mom. to I, I never thought I would want some of these these uh, newer names. You know, like Precious McDaniel or something. <laughs> Just give me a different
1: fucking name. I will get these hey, three at least. You got Raheem now. Morris down in atlanta <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah thanks for reminding me to take out the recycle bin tonight dave <laughs> jesus i uh, but i i can't i can't, i'm gonna confuse these three for the next two or three years until one of them gets fired mike mcdonald mike
1: mcdaniel kevin o'connell jesus christ kevin mcconnell or yeah o'connell should be easy where's john smith <laughs> Tim Jones, good Lord. Where's where's the old school, Bum Phillips? Yeah, Rex Ryan. God, just give me, give me a football name. Ditka.
0: Of course, of course Ditka. So now Ben Johnson isn't the only offensive coordinator who was a hot commodity. Staying put, Bobby Slowick, the Texans OC, Gets an extension for one year, gets a nice little raise, so he stays. So both the Lions and the Texans, teams that really, really, younger teams that really, now with the Lions, they kind of met expectations, I guess, maybe exceeded a little bit.
1: A little bit, but they're still primed. They've got the continuity needed. Right. Texans really needed the continuity with a super young upstart team, rookie quarterback, keeping things stable there is huge.
0: Yep, so both those teams looking like, again, if Dan Campbell would just take the fucking field goal once in a while. Both those teams are primed for great 2024-2025 seasons. Other head coaches, as Dave said, the Falcons bypass Bill Belichick and go with Raheem Morris, who supposedly now in his time away, has learned how to be a better head coach. We'll see. Of course, formerly Rams defensive coordinator back in the day, ran my Buccaneers into the fucking ground. And the Panthers, speaking of the Buccaneers, <laughs> poor Dave Canales.
1: Oh, Dave. He's Dave, the one. Dave, he Dave. gets the movie
0: prize. Dave Canales, Tampa Bay offensive coordinator, takes the nightmare job, he will be the head coach for the Carolina Panthers and the boss from hell, David Tepper.
1: Yep, we'll, we'll see if canellas can get a season in.
0: Oh, my. If You can't fire him. You can't fire him after one season.
1: You I mean, that fire. would send the worst of all signals I mean, to man. the league. Yeah, Tepper is such a moron. He has no idea what the hell he's doing.
0: Now, I will say this is what I expected. I told you that they were going to get a low-level coordinator, Yeah. somebody you wouldn't expect because no big-time guy was ever going to work for this guy, ever take this job. He has got to do some
1: image reparation, yeah. some damage. Tepper better have put a shit ton of stuff in writing for Canellas. So we'll see how
0: that all works out terms of coordinators, the Bears got their new defensive coordinator, Eric Washington, former Bills defensive line coach. Now, he has a long history with the Bears and Bears-related coaches. He worked with Lubby Smith in Chicago, worked with Ron Rivera in Carolina before the evil one came (laughs) in. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see how it works out. The RD party is moving from Atlanta to Pittsburgh.
1: <laughs> yep. I don't, I don't understand this hire. Can I just I... say this?
0: I don't understand this. The Why? Steelers have had so much trouble over the last year or two with the offensive coordinator position. They fired Matt Canada. Which needed to be done. But then they decide they don't want the interim guy. So they bring in a guy who frustrated everybody with not using Bijan Robinson, not using Kyle Pitts.
1: Yeah. Now, what do you get? What are you going to do? And now to you're see?
0: gonna put Kenny Pickett in this guy's hands. This is the guy who said, Oh, I want Desmond Ritter. No, I want Taylor Haneke. No, I, no, I want Desmond Ritter. I no, would. I want Taylor I Haneke. Don't
1: know. He used to be indecisive. Now he's not so sure.
0: But <sighs> Dave will be playing at the Riviera this weekend. Two shows on Sunday. That's
1: right. <laughs>
0: Somebody has to replace Shecky. <laughs> if you don't get that. Go back in the archives a week or two. (laughs) Boston College head coach. Just news breaking today. Jeff Hafley is leaving the college ranks. Wants to be the new Green Bay
1: defensive coordinator. Wow. That's really late in the game for a college coach to jump.
0: Yeah, that's going to hose Boston College. That is going to hose Boston College. Now, of course, Boston College will go and poach somebody Somebody. from one of the smaller divisions. And then they'll be screwed. And then they're going to screw a D2 team and on and on.
1: It's a vicious cycle.
0: Well, the Eagles weren't kidding.
1: The Eagles
0: kept Nick Sirianni, but they have revamped anything and everything other than the head coach. Vic Fangio leaves the Dolphins, of course. He is now the new Eagles defensive coordinator. Kellen Moore leaves the Chargers, of course, with Jim Harbaugh coming coming in. He He wants his own guys. So Kellen Moore takes over as the Philly offensive coordinator. And, gee, either
1: one of those, probably more likely that Moore could be your new head coach in waiting in Philly should they can things go, go off the rails. I mean, Fangio didn't fare well in Denver, but that was during a time when Denver was just a disaster. Right. That carried over.
0: And we talked about this here the last week or two, talking about Cliff Kingsbury. Why the Bears didn't bring him in as the new OC, have they, that coach in waiting. They didn't want to put the, the pressure cheap. on Matt precious Matt
1: Eberflus. Yep. Uh
0: and then, of course, my man, Ken Dorsey, the last Miami Hurricanes quarterback to win a title. Unceremoniously dumped by the Bills, he has found a new home as the Browns. OC, good luck dealing with the Sean Massage Parlor Watson.
1: Yep. Oh, come on. He's got Tommy Reese on his staff.
0: Oh, good Lord. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Now we got the Notre Dame, Notre Dame Miami shit again. It always comes back to Notre Dame Miami Catholics <laughs> versus convicts always comes back to that.
1: Oh, goodness.
0: In the NCAA game, kind of a no brainer, even though I don't know if I like this higher. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm an asshole, but Michigan went the easy way. With replacing Jim Harbaugh, they went with Sharon Moore, who, of course, was the interim coach during you know, Jim Harbaugh's suspension. They're trying to to keep some stability with the program. He just seems a little too touchy-feely for me, a little too, oh,
1: my God, this is such a great opportunity, oh, my God.
0: Okay, do you need a box of tissues?
1: Maybe. You know, on the
0: sidelines when we interview you now every weekend when you win a game? potentially we'll i don't have to i, don't, I want the tough guys we just talked about this guy see how rex he ryan. does
1: let's Jesus. give him the opportunity i mean i'd rather have rex ryan with the foot the foot
0: fetish <laughs> than sharon more crying every time he wins a game oh my god i give a uh, god bless me for this opportunity oh my god shut up and win games
1: you know you kind of wonder if if they got the uh the Vajankle from Mr. <laughs> Mr. In-Between from Ryan. I wonder if he has a Vajankle. He has a whole collection, I'm sure, in various shades. He's getting What's he going to do when his wife is off on a business conference? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and, of oh course, goodness.
0: Tennessee. This is interesting to wrap up segment oh, one. Man. Well, of course, we're going nonstop.
1: That's right.
0: But we, are, we do have to take pee breaks, so even though you won't know it, there will be a subtle pause of like two or three seconds, and that and means then, Dave and I are urinating and drinking more beer. But Tennessee, after just getting not a slap on the wrist, not hammered, but they had issues with their former head coach where yep. they got fined. Now they're under investigation again. For NIL violations. And of course, we all know in Florida State. Well, now the attorneys general, and I got that right attorneys general of Tennessee and Virginia, for some reason, jumping in here, they are suing the NCAA
1: over these NIL rules. And yeah. you figured this was coming. You knew it had to be coming. How can you tell them to do one thing and then when they do it? You say, no, 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 you're doing it all wrong. You're giving too much. No, you set the rules. They're playing by it. That's what you get.
0: Yep. And I heard I heard something over the weekend. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But probably true. Because we've talked about Brock Purdy and how his low contract. Yeah. Being Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. Um last year's draft not this past year year before allows the 49ers to keep all their other stars somebody said at least 11 college players making
1: more money than brock purdy through nil that's scary all right and you know what else is scary we're losing another platform for our podcast radio public's days are numbered but you know what? Until then, you can still find us on Spotify, Google. Still Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Apple, Overcast, Castbox, Amazon Audible, and iHeart Sports Frenzy 2.0, baby. Otherwise known as, of course,
0: iHeartRadio. Yes, it is sad. We lost Stitcher last year at the end of August. Breaker a while back before. And now we're losing Radio Public shutting down at the end of March. But as Dave said. For the next couple months, if you're on Radio Public and you love it, stick around or find another platform. Lord knows
1: we tell you every week where (laughs) we're
0: at. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page. Of course, you'll have our Super Bowl picks. I would imagine when we do this next Wednesday, if these lazy bums on our panel can't get me (laughs) one goddamn pick. Different when there's 25, 26 games you know, one game, one game. I should, I've got over half of them in already, (laughs) but of course, then we will be starting up with NASCAR. And that's another point of contention. Don't want to draw you people into the drama here with sports frenzy and the internal workings, but uh, and the
1: whiny little bitches that we have to deal with.
0: NASCAR is out of the pentafrenzy are five Competitions every year is the one that half the panel doesn't like because they don't like NASCAR.
1: Boo frickin' who? So
0: we got half the panel loves NASCAR, half the panel hates NASCAR. You know, and of course, Doug wants pickleball (laughs) and water polo and horse racing. It's like live golf versus the PGA. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's getting paid, soggy money. Yeah,
1: exactly oh
0: all right speaking of racing why don't we move on to racing here with a sure little, why not couple little things to discuss this weekend of course is the Bushlight
1: clash yep we just had the 24 hours of daytona or should we say the 23 hours and 58 and a half minutes of daytona because somebody screwed up and threw the checkered flag a lap too soon but overall, the Penske Porsche won it. So there you go. And that is the
0: first win at the Rolex 24 for Roger Penske since 1969. Yep. Now there was a break in there.
1: Yeah, it's not he like wasn't. He, they've he been hasn't running continuously every year, right? But yeah, he's been back in it for the last few seasons.
0: Interesting so. news today on entertainment front. The national anthem. Before the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum? Guitar. Nita Strauss. Really? Alice Cooper's guitarist. The lovely Nita Strauss. The lovely Nita Strauss will be performing our national anthem on guitar before the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. Nice. So I'm kind of digging that. I'm intrigued. I believe I also heard... I think... I can't remember is Daytona or the Coca-Cola 600 matchbox 20 is going to be playing a pre uh, pre race concert at some point during the season at one of the big races now in F1 the Andretti <sighs> Cadillac team
1: has been denied of course they were because F1 are a bunch of European elitist assholes
0: They were trying to become the 11th team allowed to compete in F1. Now they have been told they have to wait until at least 2028. Absolute bullshit. Because they don't make their own engines yet. GM says they have got an engine manufacturing setup ready to go in
1: 2028. Why everybody else... Buys engines from other manufacturers. Why the hell are you not going to allow them to do the it? Andretti and Cadillac thought they were
0: going to be able to set up a temporary deal with Renault. Not allowed.
1: So F1 says, no. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. This is an opportunity for them to rewrite their rules to suck more money out of Andretti to join. There you go. That's what it is. Because the current agreement expires, I think, in twenty twenty five, maybe twenty twenty six, for the to for the buy-in. And for the last couple of years they've been bitching about that, oh, it's gonna be too low trying to keep Andretti out. Now they found a loophole, force him out a little bit longer so they can suck even more money out of him. I am so sick of the way Formula One is run. It's absolutely pathetic. And the racing isn't all that damn good. Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. There is no competition in Formula One. It's crap. Yeah. Overhyped, overblown, overpriced. Moving on to baseball.
0: Interesting stuff this week in baseball. Not necessarily you know the free agent market going nutsy cuckoo crazy yet but we had some second tier signings few
1: minor minor deals here and there
0: of course the Cubs I, and I'm liking this so far they're they're showing restraint they're adding pieces when they can where they can they bring in Hector Nearest one year nine million dollar deal to shore up the bullpen I like it I, I wanted Josh Hader but again that contract he signed.
1: Ridiculous. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Rice Hoskins, of course, formerly for many, many years, first baseman for the Phillies, goes to the Brewers. Two years, $34 million. Of course, there is the opt-out.
1: Of course, there's always an opt-out anymore.
0: Guy who stole money from the Cubs. Not his fault. Cubs were idiots to give him the deal they did. Trey Mancini. Signs a minor league deal with the Marlins. Justin Turner, a very interesting guy who was hanging out there. Could serve as a DH now for anybody, of course. Because right. it's both leagues. But he stays in the American League.
1: Toronto, I believe.
0: Yes, one year, $13 million. Goes back to the American League, yep. I should say. Sorry, started with the Red Sox, went to the Dodgers, goes now back. back. Now to the Blue Jays in the AL East jock peterson goes to the diamondbacks on a one-year nine and a half million dollar deal and another really good guy we had in the bullpen for us david robertson goes to the defending world champion rangers one-year deal somewhere in the neighborhood of 11 to 12 million dollars
1: yep hey did you hear white Sox have a new uh tv play-by-play voice John Schifrin, Okay, brought over from ESPN. I, have I haven't no looked that into that Goomba.
0: I have no idea who he is.
1: Me neither. Whoop-de-frickin'-do. <laughs> so there's well, your well, that should be good for, for another Jason six. Benetti. That should be good for another six or seven wins. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Ugh. Get rid of one of the... Best young play-by-play voices. Let him go off to Detroit.
0: Okay, he went to Detroit. I was just going to ask you. I can't remember where he went again.
1: Yeah, basically he went to Detroit because Detroit was going to allow him to be himself, and it sounded like the Sox were going to try and stifle him because Reinsdorf's a piece-of-shit owner. There's hope. Let me just tell you this, Dave. In life... There is hope. Yeah, there's always hope when the current owner expires and a new ownership group takes over. Or they can sell the team. (laughs) After they get the new stadium in the loop. Case in point.
0: No, no, no. Case in point. The Baltimore Orioles. The big headlines of the week here. In Major League Baseball, the Angelos family, having owned the Orioles for over 30 years, are now selling the team for 1.725 billion dollars to a couple guys who look like they will be more than happy to spend money on the team whereas the angelos did not no well
1: you've got a solid
0: team now so they're selling high right solid young team yeah so i'll tell you what the al east is turning into a beast of a division Yes, now. it is. Now if the Orioles get an influx of money where they will actually become attractive for free agents on top of the young players Look who out. they can now keep and re-sign in perpetuity, on top of the Yankees, on top of the Red Sox, the Blue Jays have money now. Yeah. And the Rays are just goddamn smart.
1: Yep. They might be able to compete with... The billions spent by the Dodgers. No, we'll save that. We'll save the
0: Dodgers' hate for another day. (laughs) There's plenty of time. There's plenty of hate to give to the Dodgers. Plenty of time and plenty of hate to disperse all over the Dodgers' face. That sounded a little sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, kids. What do I care? We're explicit. That's right. (laughs)
1: The Dodgers are the whores of baseball.
0: Dodgers have the prettiest teeth they ever came across. Oh, God. Let's talk about positive stuff. Can we do some Clint Eastwood Bad-ass? badasses of the yes, week? Yes,
1: I think we should. I got a couple
0: for you. Now, one is personal, near and dear to my heart. Recently on Jeopardy! there was a question about baseball and it ended up, the answer was Albert pools. The gentleman on the panel of three, the contestants Mm -hmm. who ended up answering the question. (laughs) And at least they gave him credit because they really could (laughs) have, they really could have been dicks and said, no, that is not correct. The way you stated it, but he, he said, when it was time, he buzzed in. And when it was time to answer the question, he said, the wretched Albert Pools.
1: <laughs> Go Cubs! Oh. Go oh. Cubs! Yes. Wow. <laughs> and which, this was Wheel? No, Jeopardy. Or on Jeopardy. Jeopardy, okay. yes. Who is the wretched? Yes. Okay. No, even say. if
0: he says who is, he, yeah. he he did that. I didn't. I'm sorry. I broke Jeopardy's rules. But, but said, they
1: got it in there. The answer was in there, so
0: So you so you can elaborate like that?
1: Why not?
0: You know? You know, the pedophile Bill Clinton, I can say that and yes. still get credit.
1: Why not? Evil bastard Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> You're allowed to embellish like that? Okay. Yeah. The assassination queen, bitch, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah. Clinton. Oh. Uh. All right,
0: so I got to give that guy credit. As a Cubs fan, that was the perfect answer.
1: That was good.
0: Who is the wretched, wretched Albert, Albert Pujols? Go Cubs! Awesome. He's a badass. The NFL Network's Peter Schrager, who I like. I think he is a great guy who does you know, good morning football Monday through Friday yeah. every morning. I think he is one of the top analysts, very funny guy, pop culture guru. Did you know this about my badass of the week, Peter Schrager? Peter Schrager has predicted before the season, the last four super bowl winners and he has predicted kansas city before this season predicted kansas city to win this year he could go five for five <sighs> before the season we're not talking about picking you know the super bowl a week before he did this before the season four for four could so be so five he's got five. an
1: in with the head office to find out where the fix is going.
0: <laughs> he's the one that's telling them what colors to put in the logos for the Super Bowls. And he fucked with them a little bit this year, said, put purple in for the Ravens.
1: <laughs>
0: uh. yeah. All right, do you want to talk about your Blackhawks?
1: No, there's really nothing to talk about. Well, the season's, what, over halfway over now? Yeah, there is that. I guess that's the positive.
0: All-star break starts tomorrow. As we tape, Blackhawks are 14-34-2. and two. They have 30 points, unfortunately, now.
1: They are behind. The San Jose Sharks. Yep, we knew it was coming. It's
0: and- a slow build. Again, without Connor just a shame about Connor Bedard.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Losing precious time to develop. All right, NCAA hoops, Notre Dame sucks. Seven and thirteen. Mm-hmm. Miami struggling as well, which is driving me absolutely fucking nuts.
1: Actually, I think Notre Dame's Arr, doing me nuts better than expected with a underclassman team. 7 and 13 really. They weren't ex- they they didn't even have a full team prior to the head coach getting there. If you say so. So, I'm look trying to look on the bright side for him even though I don't follow him.
0: And the Hurricanes 14 and 7 again. Not happy with the way they've been playing lately though. Tom Izzo. Michigan State's Tom Izzo wins his 700th seems low it does (laughs) as long as he's been there not even close to being in the top 10 all time no that's i think he's only i think he's 10th of current d1 men's coaches in wins that should tell you something and there's i looked at the list this morning
1: yeah
0: the some of the names ahead of him below my jim laranega of the Hurricanes have got more wins than, than Tom Izzo, believe it or not. Oh, my. I never would have thought that. I never have would have thought, thought that. that. Rick Barnes <sighs>
1: Tennessee's got more. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Michigan State has had a lot of mediocrity. So they haven't had a lot of stellar seasons that you would have thought. Well, yeah, they don't go 30
0: and three, you know, it's usually they go 19 and 14 or 21 and
1: 12 and yeah, you know, they don't reach that elite upper echelon.
0: Right. But again,
1: I'm not a betting man.
0: We do not condone betting. In fact, we kind of hate it here on sports frenzy. But if I was a betting man, there's no way I would have said Tom Izzo was barely in the top ten of current, of current coaches. D1 coaches when it comes to overall wins. Yeah. Of course, our favorite sport, the NBA. And again, they're making they're making news. They are somehow making news. It's keeping them here as a talking point on Sports Frenzy. Dave, you, you know Van Halen's my one true love in life, right? Yes. Outside of Sports Frenzy, of course. There was a great song once. that some Well, some people think it was great. I think it's one of the weaker Van Halen songs of all time. Love Walks In. I'm trying to avoid that one. Well, when I saw this headline, it kind of made me think of that song adam silver is getting extended as commissioner of the nba through the end of the decade and i was thinking of sammy hagar singing some kind of alien he runs the <laughs> NBA, nba until 2030 and he'll yep. fuck it up yes uh, just like with all these other Fucking sports. You basically have to die or quit to lose your job as commissioner.
1: Yeah. Even though the Nosferatu alien is still running the show.
0: Yep. All stars have been selected. Record 20th selection for one, LeBron James. Yay. Woohoo. New York Knicks playing out of their fucking minds. Could end up being a challenger to your Boston Celtics. They could be. But Julius Randle dislocated his right shoulder. He is out
1: indefinitely. Definitely going to be an issue.
0: I kind of root for Tom
1: Thibodeau though.
0: I always like. I know Ed's. the
1: way he got run out of Chicago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So good for them. Good for them. The Wizards have an interim head coach. Brian Keefe has been promoted. They didn't want to destroy the legacy of Wes Unseld, so his son, who was the head coach, Wes Unseld Jr., will get a nice front office gig. Because, of course, again, one of the few players that was actually good in the history of the Washington Bullets!
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Wizards. Not the Bullets! Because too many were flying in Washington. (laughs) Uh. Then, of course, we talked last week
0: about the fact we had history. Fourth time ever, we had two players on the same night in the NBA score 60 or more points. And then a week later, it happens again. So for the fifth time ever on January the 26th the Mavs Luka Doncic puts up 73 on the Hawks Ooh. 73 points tied for the fourth most in a game of all time and then on the same night Devin Booker of the Suns put up 62 losing <laughs> to the Pacers so amazingly these four players over the last few weeks who put up 60 or more points went 2-2. Two and two.
1: Yep. So, not 4-0. Oh. Not
0: 4-0 oh, as you would think.
1: Yeah, that's kind of bad. And the NBA is all about teamwork. Yeah, Team no, play. no, it's not. <laughs> it's all the individual effort anymore. They so, had a great and i'm going to i'm going to say something bad later on
0: about my yahoo sports morning newsletter but they had a great side by side shot in the newsletter this morning explaining the offensive explosion
1: <laughs> yeah it's called lack of
0: defense they they showed kobe bryant when he scored 81 they scored they had a screenshot of the defense and how the the 10 players on the court were set up yeah and then they had a, a shot, I believe, from, it might not be from the Luka Doncic game, but I'm pretty sure it was, and showed the difference, and showed how in the the more recent game, this year's game, how you've got all the players spread out along the three-point line, <sighs> whereas with Kobe,
1: everybody was in, within, the paint. in the paint. Yeah. Yeah. Within eight to ten feet of the rim. Yeah. Defending. Yeah. Gee, there's a novel concept. But hey, so so we get together with the elder statesman for the NFL draft night one. Yep, every year. Every year. Every year. So Sports this, this frenzy tradition this June are we going to do June 26th and 27th to celebrate the NBA's first two-day draft extravaganza? <laughs> no. No we are not. Nobody cares about the NBA draft. No, because unlike, I mean,
0: they're all crapshoots. Doesn't matter what sport you're talking about. The draft in any sport is a crapshoot.
1: But there's less knowns in the NBA. Because they destroyed it. Yeah. They destroyed it. The one and dons if they even go. Ugh. No player development we, whatsoever.
0: We used to when we were younger.
1: When I was a child,
0: when I was a teenager, we knew the players in college because we'd watch
1: college they basketball. They would play three or four years.
0: What did I tell you before we started taping? I told you, okay, now we got one football game left in NASCAR. So Saturdays are now a wasteland until the time comes when you got to go out and mow the lawn, right, yep. and do yard work. It used to be, this time of year, you at least had college basketball
1: on Saturdays that watch.
0: you cared about because you knew the players. Yeah. You knew who played for Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. DePaul, back in the day when they were good. Now, with the like you said, the one and dones, the kids now get to skip college altogether again. Yeah, it's... The players coming in from overseas, you don't know these kids in the draft. You yeah. just don't.
1: And it's a bigger crapshoot than ever because you don't yeah. know how prepared are they to yeah. take the next step.
0: Yeah. Which which one's going to be the next one to They're not physically to date a 14-year-old? Which one's going to be the next one to brandish a gun at a pickup game? God help you if you're an NBA GM. That's all I'm going to yeah. say.
1: I wouldn't want it.
0: To have to vet these kids. To put up with the egos. being t- These kids being told from the age of eight or 90 oh, you're going to be a star. You're going to be the next LeBron James. And then having to look at that fucker as a role model. And I'm sorry, he is not. A- I know he does good things. But, but on his the
1: court, persona. On the court, he is not a role model. He's a whiny little baby. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, of course, we have to turn our attention to sports other than the big four. So, of course, we have tennis, the Australian Open. Maybe we're seeing a changing of the guard. Possibly, maybe. Potentially. Yannick Sinner wins his first Grand Slam at this year's Australian Open. Pretty much dominated, yeah. Kind of, kind of bitch slapped, you know, Djokovic a little bit.
1: Y- yes, said, yes, Tch-tch-tch. he did. Although the upstarts really ran away down in Australia.
0: Yep. Yeah, and thank God there were no poisonous snakes <laughs> on the court. <laughs> and of course, in the the women's side, Arnya Sabalenka wins her second Grand Slam, which happens to be her second. Straight Australian boy, she yep. she soaks this in too. Have <laughs> you seen the picture? She just poses with the trophy. She will go out and put on the the fancy, expensive dress and yep. sit Oh, there. she's she's living she, it up. She loves it. She's soaking it up
1: because you never know when it's going to come to a crashing halt.
0: Yep, and there are some unbelievable statistics out there. I saw for for certain a certain generation of tennis player that unfortunately got stuck having to try to wade through Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, the numbers are just unbelievable how hard and how difficult it was for this generation if that was not your name.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. to
0: try to to try to win a major
1: I mean those unbelievably three were difficult, just insane in their dominance.
0: But now we're seeing, of course, the cracks. With Federer gone, Nadal pretty much almost gone. Djokovic—he's
1: getting he... up there for a tennis player.
0: Yep. So he's will... still
1: got a couple of years. He could still—and
0: he's—he's in phenomenal. I mean, absolutely phenomenal shape.
1: Yeah, he'll be fine.
0: Yep. And I, I have a feeling when it's all said and done, he will set a record for the most majors that will never be broken. I know it's hard, difficult. very hard to say that in any sport. It's going to be but, damn
1: difficult.
0: Yep. Now, when it comes to golf, last week, of course, one of your badasses, yep, was the amateur Nick Dunlap. Well, he decided to
1: turn pro. And he- you know why not? You got the first win out. You've got your card lined up already. You're in, guaranteed. To be able to play, might as well.
0: I would have just liked to have seen him join live, just to <laughs>
1: fuck Rory over. <laughs> yeah, just to give the big screw job to the head of the PGA.
0: And then this past week, of course, was the Farmers Insurance Open. We've just started the 2024 season here. And again, another milestone. Rookie, Mathieu Pavon. And yes, I'm saying it the right way because he is a Frenchman. Oui, oui. Mathieu Pavon at 13 under wins the Farmers Insurance Open. And guess what, kids? He is the first Frenchman to ever win a PGA Tour event. Bum, 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 bum. We are French. Bum, 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 bum,
1: Wee Oui, oui. Oh, and now the PGA's reached a deal with Strategic Sports Group, a consortium of billionaire sports team owners, putting $3 billion into a new for-profit entity, PGA Tour Enterprises. This, to me, is a last-ditch effort by the PGA to try and compete with the Saudi money.
0: And you and I talked about it. And again, I love this podcast, and I do a ton of research for it. I started to read this article, and I was like, I don't have the time. I don't have the willpower to try to sift through this and figure out what the hell this is. Yeah. This is a confusing mess. It
1: allows for a co-investment from Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, subject to necessary regulatory approvals, blah, blah, blah. But nearly 200 of the PGA members would have access to a program that would allow them to become equity holders in PGA Tour Enterprises. They would collectively have access to $1.5 billion in equity grants. So you get a grant to opt in to be a part of this investment group all based on where you fall within your rankings so again the rich get richer and the poor get poorer ain't america great (laughs) so i would say if you're a top tier golfer like rory you get a smaller grant because you have more money to buy in on your own Let this young kid get the top tier grant where he doesn't have to fork anything over. Yep. Let Nick Dunlap. Dunlap Give him the full amount to be fully vested because he doesn't have any money coming in. Yeah. Because he was an amateur. You fucked him out of his prize money in the last.
0: Meanwhile, Rory, again, we, we mentioned this last week. Meanwhile, Rory was making one and a half million of dirty Saudi money.
1: Yep. And, of course, who is going to lead this group? None other than PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan. He's going to be the CEO of this new Upstart equity group. And we still haven't got an official
0: confirmation or an agreement with Live Golf. Right. Because they are stuck on, they want team play to be an integral part of whatever agreement they come to with the PGA.
1: You know, I think team play would be fun at certain events. Incorporate it. It adds a nice little twist. Well, I always
0: said, now, when they tried to set up, and they set up the PGA, The PGA set up the the FedEx playoffs. That was kind of a step in the right direction, but... They give too many loopholes for people to bow out. Right. They should almost look at the model that the NBA... God help me, the NBA set up. Because we mentioned this last week, and it might come to pass, despite what the racist Kendrick Perkins wants, Joel Embiid might not qualify.
1: Yeah, because he's taken too many games off. Now he's got a knee
0: issue. This is what I always said about the PGA. You need to force, I'm sorry for that word, but you need to force Rory, Tiger, all the big names to play a certain amount of tournaments to
1: qualify for the playoffs. Right. You just can't, oh, because of my name, I'm automatically up for it. No, bullshit.
0: No, and again, we should be running everything because we want some of that Saudi money. Hint, hint. Yeah, I'll sell my soul. We we can be bought. (laughs) I have no shame. None at all. All right. I do want to make an apology, but I want to tie it into one more, one more, one last Clint Eastwood badass of the week. Going back to football. Now, we talked about Travis Kelsey, and God help me, we're not going to talk about Taylor Swift and all that horse shit. But we were being very complimentary of one Travis Kelsey for the game he had. 11 catches, 116 yards, and a TD against the Ravens. But what we did not acknowledge, which we should, and which I will give Travis Kelsey another, Clint Eastwood, badass of the week award he is now the leader the number one top dog all time beating jerry rice elite company most receptions ever in postseason history in the nfl
1: that's impressive as hell yes
0: so travis congratulations on that yep you peter schrager and that dude from jeopardy the cubs fan with the wretched Al- wretched Albert Pujols, my three badasses of the week. See, I'm positive. I got three badasses this week. You do. I love humanity. <laughs> it's people I hate. Yeah. <laughs> We're living in a
1: society.
0: <laughs> now, my apology has to be, now, I got bad information. But that's no excuse. So, I will take the hit on this. I had multiple sources last week that told me that the guy who looked back in disgust at Taylor Swift in the previous game with the Chiefs, not this one here with the Baltimore Ravens, but the Buffalo Bills game. Yeah. When I mentioned last week that it was Patrick Mahomes' dad looking back in disgust at the stupid white women. <laughs> yeah. It was not Patrick Mahomes' dad.
1: It was just a random dude who who happened
0: to be able to hang out in the luxury boxes who Mm -hmm. looked back at the stupid white women. (laughs) So I will apologize, but I was not the only one fooled. And it took him like four days to finally come out and say, no, that's not Pat Mahomes' dad.
1: There we go. Got a moment of silence out of the baseball world. Jimmy Williams, longtime manager coach, has passed away. He was a coach with the Braves and Phillies for their 95 and 2008 World Series wins.
0: 910 total wins.
1: Yeah. Lots. That's Very that's very impressive. Very impressive resume for Mr. Jimmy Williams. Yes. So thoughts and prayers to his family and friends. Are you ready? Yeah, let's pivot.
0: (laughs) Now, unfortunately, we are going to play Dumbass or Not. But a couple of these are, (sighs) they go beyond the pale. Let's put it that way. It's almost, I mean, literally criminal what some of these people have done. So keep that in mind as we go through this week's edition of Red Foreman's Dumbass or Not America's Favorite Game Show. Your contestant, as always, is your Uncle Dave, the Conquistador Dave Height. Let us begin. We'll start off light. We'll start off light before we get to the heavy shit. Now, we mentioned earlier that Tom Izzo of Michigan State won his 700th game coaching in D1 now a little aside here i hate fault finders in certain situations like a party social gathering uh just people hanging out and if somebody says something why
1: didn't you do it this way that's not
0: the way you're supposed to say it you're supposed to say it this way you're not pronouncing that correctly those are the fault finders that i hate let people just live their fucking lives don't tear them mm-hmm. down to make yourself feel better but but now dave and i read a ton of books well he reads a ton i read like five pounds but we we notice people paid this is where i'm going people who are paid to do a job involving language involving words they need to get it right. Yes. So we're not fault-finding when it comes to them. Dave and I have noticed, particularly with Spencer Books, the great Robert B. Parker, any his publisher... Books,
1: any books anymore. The publishers... The are editors. Sor- the editors suck anymore. Oh, my God. How many misspellings do you find? Punctuation errors. Lack of... The wrong tense, tense,
0: the wrong subject in the in the line, the
1: wrong name right. being
0: used. Right. So when I say I hate fault finders, I'm talking about in a general sense. Idiots who live in their mom's basement who go on social media and pick apart people. you you're assholes. Okay, but people who get paid again: editors, publishers, reporters. You're getting paid to make sure your language is correct. The words you type or use are correct. So when we find fault with you, we're not being assholes. You're the ones who are assholes because. You need to be held accountable professionally. So, again, long story short, short story long. Doing my research this morning, and of course, Tom Izzo gets his 700th career win. I write it down. I write down Tom Izzo because I know Tom Izzo. You know, he's been a fixture in my life in terms of watching and covering sports for 20-plus years, minimum. So I wrote down Tom Izzo. I look back at the screen where I see the story, and I I have to do a double take. I know double take really works well on a podcast, the, the visual there. Yeah. But Yahoo Sports AM newsletter shame on you Mike Izzo got nope. his 700th career coaching victory For I Michael. wrote Tom I wrote Tom but, but I looked and I'm like Mike my brain actually had to correct them
1: oh goodness
0: their newsletter Yahoo Sports morning newsletter said Mike Izzo got his 700th Career coaching
1: victim.
0: Uh, so again, hate fault finders, but in this case, they are paid to do this, report this accurately and correctly. They
1: need to be factual. Dumbass? It was AI, wasn't it?
0: Who knows anymore?
1: Yeah, that complete dumbassery.
0: It's scarier you every cannot, day.
1: You you cannot. No, that's complete dumbassery
0: i hate to say it i'm more and more convinced skynet is coming
1: i told you so
0: <laughs> all right now we get on to some nasty shit. um and this is these the, kind are of, the
1: vile this the is the vile of the vile
0: this is the kind of stuff that i hate because i when we talk about social issues now these are sports issues but sports in many ways reflects society I get mad about the one idiot, the one moron, the one dumbass, or the two or three who reflect badly on all of us. Anybody who thinks racism is good should be put down like a dog right now. Nobody thinks racism is good. No, it's a horrible thing. We all hate racism, but there are these perpetual, racist, nasty, fuck nuts out there who continue to make everybody else look bad when they do something as heinous as this in Wichita, Kansas at a field at a baseball field, Jackie Robinson, they had a gorgeous bronze statue of Jackie Robinson, the first great black baseball player.
1: Yeah. That's where they have the, uh, Negro Hall of Fame.
0: Some, they've got two assholes with a truck on camera coming in, cutting down the statue and stealing it. And now it has been found, pieces of it burned Burned, in a dumpster.
1: Absolutely freaking pathetic. These assholes should be strung up by their gonads and used as fucking pinatas.
0: See, that's my thought too. And I know that's not the way we're supposed to handle things, but again, it makes me so mad and so angry that we try, we try to live our lives the right way and try to be good people. And now you have assholes out there who still perpetuate perpetuate this racist bullshit. And they, they continue, this continues the narrative for the media. Because the media will run with this and run with this and say, look, we're a racist
1: nation. We're all racist. No, we're not all. You have a handful of assholes out there trying to bring this country back a couple hundred years. And it's frost my nuts that these morons still exist. They don't even get us a seat
0: on the sports frenzy plane of doom. We'll just put them in the cargo hold.
1: Oh, they don't even make that. They get doused with jet fuel and burned on the tarmac. Chip Ganassi. Good Lord, Chip Ganassi. (sighs) Dude, is it so hard to watch where you're driving? See, this is the thing. You, You can say it's an accident.
0: It happens. I'm sorry. We're not talking about dark neighborhood where somebody's dog has gotten we're talking about a controlled environment the motorhome lot at daytona speedway before the rolex 24 chip ganassi runs over and kills the puppy of one of his drivers Devlin DeFrancesco. like you said how fucking hard is it for you to pay attention to where you're going and it
1: took him how long to apologize?
0: And I'm sure he'll try to turn
1: it into a feel-good moment, and he'll buy him a brand-new puppy. But still, the devastation you caused your that driver and his family.
0: Chip Ganassi, you're a dumbass. I'm sorry. I I, I should defer to you. Oh, you're, he is a contestant. You are the, conde- he, you he are the was,
1: contestant. He was going to, if we weren't going to play, he was my dumbass of the week.
0: All right. So I know we're probably going to go four for four here. I would assume we're three for three.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And this one, of course, will close out with the ultimate negative. But again, when you're dealing with the media and we saw what happened, and I'm not saying this is a lie, this is a false accusation. I am not saying that. But we saw what happened in the past with Rolling Stone magazine. And the Duke lacrosse team. So you have to (coughs) say innocent until proven, guilty. But it sure as fuck doesn't look good. Four players in the NHL who were mysteriously put over the last week or so on leave for various reasons have now been charged with sexual assault going back to the
1: 2018 Team Canada World Junior Championship. these This story has been out there since 2018. Well, eight players total were involved. Right. And there was a
0: 2022 monetary settlement that Team Canada you paid, know, out. paid out under the table to try to make this go away.
1: But these assholes have to be held accountable. And again. Obviously, if they paid a settlement, something happened. You've got to believe it. And, and again, uh, uh,
0: Rolling Stone and, and I'm burn sorry. in hell because you cast doubt on things like this. With that Duke Lacrosse crap, now we can't listen to this
1: 100% and say they're guilty. No, Even though they most it, likely there's are. There's a damn good chance it is because sex abuse in Canada revolving around hockey is rampant.
0: Well, of course, and we know completely different. The Blackhawks, what they went through, different scenario, yeah. but still.
1: Oh, there's – sex abuse in the hockey culture is awful.
0: So we will see what comes of this. We will see if the players – involved the four current nhl <clears throat> players get cut suspended what happens to them but in the the grand scheme of things that is a small teeny tiny minor part just of this stop
1: being assholes people don't be dumbasses.
0: and this again ties into what we just talked about with the jackie robinson statue this culture the hashtag we hate i'm sorry We hate the hashtag MeToo culture because they go too far the other way. All men are evil. All men are rapists. All men hate women. All men beat on women. And that's not even fucking close to true. We all know it. But this kind of stuff,
1: eight men gang raping a woman, yeah inexcusable. This is the kind of shit that feeds that narrative. How pathetic are these people? Well, this is the shit that feeds that narrative. Yeah. And it makes all men look bad. And I get tired of it. And again, they should be strung up by their nuts and used as piñatas. And again, I'm sorry
0: that a lot of the, the Red Foreman dumbasses of the week weren't the light,
1: you know. Sometimes
0: stupid stuff you have to deal with
1: the vile lowest level of humanity.
0: And again, with the Jackie Robinson statue and with these hockey players from Team Canada, I, I, I really my big my big point in bringing these two to light in this segment is again, we cannot generalize. Number one, the perpetrators should be ground down under the heel of the law to the greatest extent possible like you said string them up by the balls and treat them like piñatas but in the greater scheme of things let's number one get along it's all races all genders men aren't all beating up women and raping women white men don't hate all black men It, it it's just a generalization that Instances like this perpetrate, the media jumps on and perpetrates it. It's not true. It is a small sampling, gross, heinous examples, but small, small examples that do not reflect society
1: as a whole. And the normal, intelligent, sane, upstanding people need to fucking take a stand and put a stop to shit like this when it actually happens. Couldn't have said it better myself. If you see something happening on the street, step in and
0: stop it. Just don't fucking videotape it. Yeah, don't pull your phone out and take a picture or a video. How about you actually
1: try and save somebody's damn life?
0: But again, we're trying to do this as a public service as we wrap up here this week. We're trying to point out the ills of society connected to sports. And I hate to say it, it's been said for decades and decades, but it's very poignant. Can't we all just get along? There you go. And by the way, fuck the media, because I still think they're they the big problem with all this.
1: most of the issues. Hey, guess what? It's time to pimp the weekend edition.
0: I was hoping you were going to say that.
1: Check us out for your Saturday morning hangover cure.
0: Yes, this week, Dave and I have got new songs from Judas Priest, Mark Knopfler, Blackberry Smoke, Dave's catching up with Monsieur Spade, and True Detective, the fourth season, Night Country. I will have my review of season one of Ted on Peacock. I've got Storytime featuring one of the greatest horror movies of all time. I also have a book review. Shocking. What? Shocking. You've got one and I don't?
1: What's the world coming to?
0: Well, as I talked about last week, I alluded to this whole reading and then watching these these stories about these aging classic detectives, whether it be Sam Spade or Philip Marlowe in the case of my book review. There we go. There's like a pattern here. There's like something going on with me connecting to these, these aging. Heroes, and my movie
1: will kind of tie that in as well.
0: Yes, it will, because I think I mentioned that that was my my third in this little triumvirate. So this will fit in very very well. So of course we will have plenty, plenty to uh, to discuss, and we will have plenty to play Red Foreman's dumbass or not. The weekend edition.
1: Yep. So check it out Saturday morning.
0: All right, kids. He's your uncle Dave. He's your uncle Kev. We love you. Check check us out again. If you just want to listen to sports next Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Otherwise don't miss Saturday morning, the weekend edition. Say good night to the kids, Dave. Good night to the kids, Dave.